and welcome to Quid of the Morning, the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. Well, as always, I hang around with them constantly. Just, you know. Now we just sit here. Just sit here now and again. Week um, three week. Yeah. Just waiting for part. Yeah. <laughs> we don't speak in that time. <laughs> <laughs> we just soil ourselves too. All <laughs> <laughs> this flat stinks. <laughs> You should see that pile of turn up behind your chair. Have <laughs> we going there for a week? I thought it was too big to be the cat. <laughs> anyway, today we're going to carry on with Scientology. This is part two. Last week we spoke about L. Ron Hubbard and his web of lies. Yeah, web of lies fictionalised life, but also actually quite an interesting life that he didn't really need to fictionalise that much. Yeah, he got, he, he got about a bit, didn't he? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. He's, yes, he did get a bit of it. No, Friending warlords get... in China. Yeah, yeah there was I think that. He embellished. His, <laughs> don't forget his really bad World War Two service where he nearly started a war with Mexico and spent three days oh, dropping yeah. depth charges on a magnetic deposit. He's had the crack at it. He's a character. <laughs> He's a character. <laughs> Well, first, let's thank some new and returning listeners. So I'm going to start with Honolulu in Hawaii, Buenos Aires, Argentina, <coughs> Falklands, Frankfurt and Maine in Germany, San Francisco, California, Nijmegen in the Netherlands, Montreux in Switzerland, San Cristobal in the Bolivian Republic of Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela. Oh. Stuttgart in Germany, Dublin, Ireland, Niles, Michigan, Telford, our hometown. Guadalajara in Spain, Indianapolis, Cumming, Georgia, <laughs> Sidcup in the United Kingdom, Portugal, Missouri, Ashburn, Virginia, and Charlotte, North Carolina. You're top of the pops this week. Thank you, yeah. Pop pickers. <laughs> Please don't recite lines said by a notorious paedophile. <laughs> he wasn't, presence. was he? Eh? He wasn't, was he? Jimmy Savile? No, that isn't Jimmy Savile. Who was it? It's the other one. I thought that was the catchphrase of the show. Oh, the old geezer. Tony yeah. Blackburn? Yes. I think he got he got some historical abuse levelled at him, I'm sure he did. I don't think he went to... I think he might have got disproved, but he had to... I think his name was dragged on the mud. Wow, well, you'd be careful, you can't allege if they're not. Well, See your ass. Every, yeah, but everyone in the BBC in the 70s was under suspicion. <laughs> Wasn't they? Let's face it. You were a sound crewman on uh, Doctor Who back in 1976, weren't you? Yeah. I have to call you in for some questions, sir. Disgusting, though, isn't it? It is. That's so, the elites for you. They cover it up and get away with it. Yeah. Bastards. Anyway, let's move on to someone that definitely doesn't cover things up. <laughs> <laughs> he covers a lot up. So, let's start with Dianetics. It's the, basically the, the, the beliefs underlying Scientology minus the aliens and the sci-fi factor. Right, okay. So it's a generic term for the beliefs underlying Scientology. You know, Dianetics is the claim that each person's painful past experiences create a lasting impression, termed an engram, on that person's reactive or subconscious mind. Now, according to Dianetics, these engrams are the root cause of various diseases, conditions, neuroses and injuries, according to Scientology. list of maladies caused by engrams is extensive, including deficient vision, sexual problems, allergies, joint pain, headaches and so forth. And engrams are also blamed for psychological disorders from depression to violence. Now, big, big LRH went as far as to claim that if Dianetic therapy was applied worldwide, there'd no longer be any crime, war or insanity. But he would say that, <laughs> wouldn't he? It's amazing the insane saying there wouldn't be any insanity. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's insane. <laughs> I think... No, in fact, I think he's the opposite. I think he's very sane. Mm. I think he's a yeah. sociopath. Not a sociopath, he doesn't kill people. But he's up there. He controls people. He controls people, definitely. Mm-hmm. And who's to say he hasn't killed a few people on the way up there? I don't know. Well, he could have given the nod at any point to whoever, couldn't he? Because he's quite powerful, isn't he? Very powerful. You know, as we saw, they infiltrated the US government. The other... mm-hmm. Operation Snow White. Well, but these, these engrams, like, to me, it sort of sounds a bit like sins. Can you see any? Yeah, like past sins. Like past no, sins. No, it wouldn't be a sin if you're 
you know, say you got a, a dodgy leg because no, no, yeah, yeah, but because that, someone smashed your leg in with a hammer three hundred years ago, that's not a sin, is it? They're causing the sin on you. Right. It might not just be personal sins, but sins cast upon you. Right. Okay. But yeah, I'm just saying that they sort of they, you know, they it's come a across. Pain, it's a painful past experience. So you, you. Girlfriend dumps you, or your boyfriend dumps you, or your non-binary lover dumps you, and you all of a sudden you're like, "That's always there. That's always with you." Mm-hmm. You know, three, four relationships down the line, you're that's always there. That's your engram, and that can result in apparently you getting I don't know maybe some stomach pains or a, an ulcer or maybe a gammy leg, maybe or do, do like that. It's past experiences you've gone through leave this impression on your body or mind. But then you've got to believe that there's past lives. Yes, very true. So, so immediately I'm getting red flags. <laughs> so yeah. I don't do re- I don't do past lives. I don't do reincarnation. No. It's probably if anything, it's maybe I just want to go into a little tangent. If anything, I think it's like uh, multiverse. You just get dumped into the multiverse. <laughs> no, I was I was sort of taking it as if you, you know you do something bad. You know, you're thinking of karma. Sort of, like, I think that this that's what it's reminiscent. It karma. No, this isn't and karma. This is like sin, like you know, people sinning and then bad things happening to them. Sort of. There is an element of the sinning, uh, so as if you do bad things, then you're creating engram, which can manifest in yeah, that, various I'm just, ways. Just, yeah, making similarities between you know, because it was me that said that you know. Where's the line between cult and religion, wasn't it, last week? In so. this scenario, this is just a cult. <laughs> <laughs> but so, then if someone choked you to death with a baguette, <laughs> <laughs> then you may become allergic to wheat. <laughs> My God, maybe that explains all the gluten intolerant people. They've yeah. all been chilled by bread in their past lives. <laughs> Baguetted to death. When you said choked at first, I had this image of someone like a French secret agent with a baguette <laughs> trying to garrote someone with it, and then I was like, nah, they just went in their throat. That'd just they? crumble, wouldn't it? It yeah. wouldn't work. It Maybe it's a specifically throat, hardened baguette. <laughs> a few days old. Yeah, it's a stale baguette. You want to shove it so far that it comes out the other end. <laughs> yeah, does everyone have their stale baguettes? <laughs> we need to be covert. <laughs> So the thorough process referred to as auditing Dianetics principles are applied in an effect to rid the person's soul called a thetan of these engrams, ultimately resulting in a person with no reactive or subconscious mind at all and you then become clear and that means you can remember every single memory of every single past life you've ever lived. That is called an OT8. (laughs) Oh, that's going to be a bit of an blag, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. But I mean, you so your memory should be re- so should be perfect. So I could literally turn around to you and say, "What did you have for breakfast on the sixth of September, nineteen eighty-five?" And you'd be able to remember that because you're so clear of everything. You, you have access to everything you've ever known. Your memories are perfect. Okay. Why don't you ask her what she had for breakfast in sixteen eighty-five? Well, I was just you know whatever. Either way, I just picked a time I was alive in, sorry. <laughs> That's more interesting, isn't it? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. What do you have breakfast in on the 7th of September 1665, Claire? Gruel. <laughs> yeah, notice how she said gruel, but everyone else would say, like, you know, I don't know, something extravagant. A pheasant yeah. stuffed with another pheasant and some gross. Because, of course, they're always, they always go back. And they're always in their in their past. They're always someone famous or or important. Yeah, they're never a peasant that you, ate its own shit. You do get some that have because remember you've lived in you've lived so many past lives. So some you aren't as well off in, but the majority of them, yeah, they always seem to be very exciting. Elrond, my favourite one of Elrond's is when he lived because you remember you were also in all whole of the galaxies. You were your galaxy wide, remember right. in Scientology, not so much Dianetics. I'm branching off slightly. But, so Elrond was a, uh, a race car driver in the Maccabee civilization, exactly like 1950s America. Everyone was in the fedoras, the cars had big fins, but it was just they had space travel. That was the only difference. No? And then he was, he was the green dragon, he was a race car driver, and he set a record, and a land speed record, but then he was killed in a crash, and then he came back again as the red, the red devil. And he was a race car driver, and he beat that record. 
And then he was killed in a crash, and then he knew because he got to OT8 at this point, he knew he'd done that twice, so he went on and did something else. But it's always something exciting, isn't it? It's always something exciting. I, I was the green dragon, yeah. the red devil. I was like, oh, mate, they're the same shit. They're shit race car driving names, they are. But you can't tell over on that. It wasn't Agnes McPoopoo. <laughs> the man who teens the toilets in Aberdeen. He ain't them. It's never that him, is he? No, no, he's all. Elrond's always someone important because remember, he is effectively Space Jesus. Or Space Pope. No, Space Jesus. That new guy is Space Pope. Miscavige. David uh, Miscavige, yeah. Through a process referred to as auditing, Dianekis' principles are applied in an effect to rid the person's soul of a Thetan. So, this state is called clear. During the auditing process, a trained auditor sits across from the subjects and asks him to relive a series of past events. Now, in theory, these events are from any part of the subject's existence, including infancy, pre-birth, or even a former life. The higher you go up, the more you're supposed to remember. Get to OT3, which is the third level, and you get told the, the whole the old alien story. That's when you get the aliens, OT3. Before, though, this is self-help. OT3 is when you're like, Push in. Operating Thetan. The OT. deep knowledge. Deep yeah, the knowledge. deeper knowledge. It circles within circles. You don't get to meet these aliens or anything, no? No, 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 no. Because it's only its soul inhabiting you, remember? That's Scientology. Right. So, all memories are treated as legitimate and the subject is encouraged to discuss them until he feels at ease with the event. This supposedly removes the engram and it can no longer produce harmful effects. And the process somewhat resembles hypnosis and involves the use of an e-meter or electropsychometer, a device that works somewhat like a lie detector, except it really doesn't. It's just a little box with a needle and a gauge and two couple of handles. Yeah. And if you tell a lie, you're, it's basically got a current running through it. They make out it's like your spike if you're lying. Well, that's not quite true. You need to become more at ease with this. And they're quite personal questions, <laughs> some of these. Has anybody unpicked this box and see see where the leads, like, you know? No, you only get them if you're a trained auditor, which means you're, you're one of the paid-up guys in the Church of Scientology. You're an employee. Now, bearing in mind, this was in a book called Dianetics, which was a bestseller, wasn't it, Ben, at the time? It was. It totally <laughs> was. Millions of people bought this book. Yeah. Because I believed in it. And nobody just looked underneath the table to see if there was a warrior coming out <laughs> the bottom. You know. It might have been a chimp with a crank. <laughs> <laughs> in the attic. <laughs> Maybe in the basement there was a big wheel and there was someone whipping a gang of men who were pushing it around. <laughs> gang of monkey men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of Morlock. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe a Morlock was doing just the whipping. As, just as plausible as the rest of it. <laughs> it is. It totally is. Yeah, he, this has been around since the 50s, and, I mean, and almost immediately his claims are derided by experts in medicine and psychiatry, because what do they know? What do experts in medicine and psychiatry know compared to L. Ron Hubbard? We've had another listen to experts there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> We just listened to Michael Gove now. Oh, I don't know what Michael Gove's views are on Scientology, but I'd imagine quite favourite if they bung him a few quid. Allegedly, Michael Gove takes bribes, probably, allegedly. He definitely takes coke. He definitely takes coke, that's, that's, just, that's how, a fact. How about that? Westminster today, like, you know, they're going in saying we're going to have to drug test and, like, you know, they, it's rife in, you know. Of course yeah. it is. They're in, fucking in hypocrites. The, they're fucking hypocrites, a lot of them. It's come out today, isn't it, in the uh, news? Yeah, they, they've had the drug dogs in today. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. And they found the uh, they found traces of cocaine in the bathrooms close to Boris Johnson and Pretty Patel's offices. Uh, hmm. Something like 11 out of the 12 areas they found traces. Rotten to the core, aren't they? All of them. Well, we don't mind with a bit. We don't mind a bit of drug use, do we? But no, but legalise it for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. that's well, one thing, isn't it? They're gonna do it, then legalise it. My yeah. main philosophy. Problem with that. Oh, yeah, but also. I don't get my own bathroom. <laughs> They'd be like, fuck you, Ben! <laughs> yes. Do you know what I mean? If he was found to be in coke at work, he's sacked. Yeah. Yeah, unless they find my bathroom. If they find the coke, he's probably going to prison. You haven't been to my bathroom at work, have you? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's just a tiled floor and... 
black and white old, you know, chessboard pattern. It's got palm trees. There's midgets going around with trays of cocaine on their head. There's strippers. Everything. <laughs> That's my toilet. So we go with a massive golden throne at the end. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Not the time machine throne. No, no, I like the time machine throne. He's got a golden toilet. Well, they should they should have locked it down, shouldn't they? You know, sort of military style. Got the you know. Got my toilet or the Houses of Parliament. The Houses of Parliament. All oh, right. <laughs> Yeah, they should have. They should have been. The police should have just raided it. They're doing a drugs raid. We're going to go through everything. There's a warrant. But they won't. Because they'd rather be attending to hippies in the woods playing music. Yeah. Or be cracking the schools of hippies. In all fairness, I'm kind of with them on that. Or busting up peaceful vigils. Oh, yeah. And manhandling the women to the floor. Yeah. Now, they'd rather be doing For that. A woman that was killed by a police officer. Mm. Well, that really. Good PR by the police officer. Mm-hmm. Good PR. Alright, so let's move on to Scientology. Right, this is the evolved version of Dianetics now. This is the church. Right. So, Scientologists believe that people are immortal alien beings called Thetans who have forgotten their true nature and are trapped on Earth in a human body. Scientologists. So, we, so hang on a minute, so we're actually immortal alien beings then? Yes, but your human body dies and it gets put into another body. Okay, so it's sort of reincarnation-ish. Yeah, but from a galactic point of view. Yeah, Okay. because you could get reborn on another planet, remember. Titan. Wherever, wherever there's life. There's life on Titan, yes. (laughs) Scientologists also believe that by undergoing a series of classes and teachings called auditing, this is the link to Dianetics, that people can free themselves of their human form and reclaim their true selves. Look at that, look at that, that's the church right there. Los Angeles, big blue church against a blue skyline. I'm surprised a plane hasn't crashed into it. Not in a terrorist way, just, you know, because they've mistaken it for the sky. The like <laughs> cinema, doesn't it? It does a bit. Like, the, the, the letters, it says Scientology right along the top. Yeah, it? it looks the like... The Hollywood, the, the Hollywood yeah. um, letters, isn't it? It yes. also looks like the kind of church that the Smurfs would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. Many of the classes are structured to help people believe painful or traumatic events. Relive. Relive, sorry. Painful or traumatic events from their past with the goal of freeing themselves from carrying those burdens. Auditing courses and study materials are available for Scientologists in exchange for monetary donations. Most advanced of these courses are not cheap. To get to OT3, you've got to invest in something like $1,500 straight away. And of course, the first two levels are easy to get through because they want you in, don't they? They want you hooked in. The more you get up. And of course, if you fail an auditing session after doing all that training, you get to go back to the start. To the start? Not just one level down? No, got to relive it all again. Got to go through it again. Just a fucking scam, innit? Like a pyramid scheme. Yeah, pretty much. So what, can you just go online and, you know, get these classes? I bet they do online versions. They probably do. They? You'd have to go to an auditor, though. Yeah, yeah. Once you've done this, yeah, once you've done this course at home, you come to the church and we'll uh, stick you on the machine. Yeah, for thousands of pounds each time, probably. Oh, you've got yeah. to pay to go on the machine as well? Yeah, that's your audit. That's when you, that's when you go up a level. Wow. Or down a level, down back to the start. Tom Cruise is at OT7, he's an operating season 7, that is like one off the top. So imagine how much he's put in. How many at the top? Only Elrond. There's an 8. <laughs> he's an 8. Remembers everything. No one's ever going to reach 8. He's going to keep milking that money. Of course, Elrond did claim he got someone to level 8 and he put her on stage. It was a live show, I mean, we're talking in the 50s. So you're like, oh, and these people side out. I say, oh, what, what did you have for breakfast? And, you know, blah, 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 like I asked you. And she was like, uh, and she just froze. And at one point, Hubbard turned around, put his head in his hands, and someone shouted out, what colour tie is Hubbard wearing? <laughs> 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 this is why he's never claimed anyone can get to eight, apart from him. Uh-huh. He learned from that. By taking all of the classes the Church of Scientology offers, Scientologists believe that one can reclaim his true Thetan form, become closer to God or the Supreme Being, and unlock abilities to control life, matter, energy, space, and time that have been repressed by being in human form. Mm. Well, the rewards are rich indeed, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. You remember that... I mean, you're basically 
Thanos. Yes, yes, you are. Now remember that all these Thetans were sent to Earth originally by the Emperor and we were, they were criminals. And he decided to put them on a volcano and then drop a hydrogen bomb in it, which is why they're all so pissed and that's why they're all so hanging around, their spirit forms hanging around and how do you Hmm, I don't believe this now. Oh, my face is... <laughs> now? What, you know? <laughs> my face were you, getting su- were you getting sucked into this? <laughs> no, he's just getting too, too far-fetched that, you know... Say to Jamie, just... Jamie, we need to go and find a Scientology church. I just think there's thousands of people, including Tom Cruise, that believes this word for word. Just blows your mind, doesn't it? Don't, yeah, that's what... It's all blowing my mind. That people would, you know, even... I find... I find God, the existence of God, mind blowing, or non-existence, whatever you know. But this is just a step too far. This is like watching watching one of them films that is just you know well over the top, and CGI is really bad. Battlefield Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, perfect example. <laughs> Now, the Church of Scientology is legally recognised as a religion with tax-exempt status. Let's not forget that. They fought for fucking years to get that. They only got it in the 90s. In eight countries, including the United States and Australia. Now, many other countries, including Canada, the United Kingdom, France and Germany, refused to grant Scientology an official religious status. There is a Church of Scientology in London, um, but... They have to pay tax. They have to pay tax. They all should, shouldn't they? They've all got more money than cents. Of course, remember Germany... And remember that Germany considers them a dangerous cult. like my mum then, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Now, many people reduce the world view to nothing more than a cult that brainwashes its members and then fleeces them by charging outrageous fees or some auditing classes. Critics lambast the church as rejection of psychiatry and many people take issue with the church's celebrity centres, facilities that are technically open to the public but primarily serve the most famous Scientologists in the arts, sports and government. Tom Cruise, Isaac Hayes, John Travolta, Nancy Cartwright from The Simpsons or... She's passed away now, hasn't she, Nancy Cartwright? She was a Scientologist. Yeah. So you can only go... Lisa. Lisa. Lisa was a Scientologist. Bart, actually. Is she Bart? She was Bart. Oh, she was Bart. Bart be. Well, she's Bart amongst others. Yeah. I think she might have been Mrs. Kubapple, too. Uh, Not sure. Oh, no, she was Mrs. Kubapple. She was Bart and Lisa. I don't know. I'm confused now and I'm slightly ashamed. But I'm sure she did Bart, or does Bart, and maybe a couple of others. I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway, that's for the listener to decide and find out. Do your own research, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I spent all week looking at Scientology. I don't know if I've forgotten The Simpsons. It's pushed stuff out my head. <laughs> so I could, you know, if I become a Scientologist, I couldn't turn up to the same, you know, sort of religious day as Tom Cruise. I couldn't turn up at his church. They wouldn't let me in. You could. You just have to pay a lot more to go to his auditing centre. Do I have to buy a ticket or can I rock up on the day? <laughs> I guess you've got to make an appointment. Right, OK. they put him on money up front. See a reoccurring pattern here. <laughs> yeah. Now, reports on those who have left the Church of Scientology are um, quite bad and they include stories of church members being held for years against their wills at rehabilitation camps for violating certain policies or sending members to go to the trash of the church's critics and former members to find material to blackmail them into silence. And let's not forget infiltrating the US government. Yeah, rehabilitation camps. Nothing, They're not good. Nothing good <laughs> has ever come from the phrase, we're sending you to a camp. <laughs> nothing good has happened after someone has said that phrase to you. Mm-mm. Unless it's fat camp or something. Still, What's they're going to run your ass off. Yeah, that would be hell. Yeah, hell. Uh, yeah. There's never a happy camp. Happy campers. Happy campers. There's a phrase for it. Oh no, alright, that's camping. There's a difference between camping and going to a camp. Isn't there? Just a bit. Yeah. They don't even call it a campsite. That's your giveaway. When they stop referring to it as a campsite and just a camp, that's your giveaway. In 1979, several Scientology members were convicted of participating in the largest theft of government documents in US history, aka Operation Snow White. 
They've also been accused of tampering with witnesses in court cases and even murder. Mm. In response to these claims, Scientologists state their religion is genuine and information about the movement has been distorted and they are being persecuted because they got religious freedom now, fuckers. Stop persecuting me. You know, see, we, we mentioned Sea Org a little bit last week. Yep. But basically, it's the paramilitary navy. <laughs> Imagine a priesthood where they wear uniforms like the navies and a discipline like marines and do as much real work to advance a mission as any... Uh, Nonna in the Air Force, I'm assuming, or, I don't know, a nonna is non-com, I assume, just a private in the Air Force, it's American. And they'll work like army privates and none of the pay and benefits. Well, if that sounds appealing, you're ready for Sea Org, which is a fraternal organisation comprised of the most devoted Scientology has to offer. Mm. Signing up for that billion-year contract. To scrub the decks. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And the ironic thing was, it was formed by, number one, Hubbard's own fantasies that he'd had a really successful naval career. Because remember, in his own biography, the one he wrote, yeah. he served in every theatre of war and won 26 medals. Huh. And in reality, he's disgraced himself twice and was relegated to a desk job. So they're not only in it to extortion, they're into slavery as well. <laughs> they're doing all this, John, but it's like, this is... You go through this, you're like one of the. You're gonna be one of the elites. Uh, David, what's his name again? The Scavage. The Scavage. He was part of Sea Org. Now he runs a church. This is like boot camp for the most hardcore Scientologists. Not originally. Is it still going on? Yeah. Never. It wasn't originally. It was just followers of Elrond, and because he was on the run, we'll mention this in the article. Basically, he was on the run for various. Yeah, tax evasion yeah. things and decided that international waters was the best place to hang out so using what money they had they bought five ships and set sail have they got guns on these boats no but they've got uniforms <laughs> they might have guns to be fair actually i don't know that i'd never read anything that said they did but i probably presume, be illegal wouldn't it yeah i i might i might go for the, there might be someone a lock up somewhere for self-defense mm. I, I wouldn't think he'd be heavily armed. No, they can't no. sell battleships to the public, can they? No, no, these aren't battleships. These are just, I mean, <laughs> the, the Apollo was a fucking fertiliser carrier. You know, they were, ships were going cheap. They weren't battleships. Merchant ships. Yeah, merchant ships, freighters, cargo ship. Uh, well, one small cargo ship, the Apollo. I mean, that must have stunk because he just ferried shit around the world. Obviously, they were converted into them so they were livable, but I bet that smell never leaves. There were the reported 6,000 members, the Sea Org is Scientology's version of a religious order. The symbol of two palm fronds around a star is supposedly the emblem of the Galactic Confederacy 75 million years ago. That was, that was led by Xenu, he's the one that dropped the hydrogen bombs ah. into the volcano. Yes, it does seem ridiculous, but so do a lot of religions if you think about it. Sea Org began in 1967 when founder L. Ron Hubbard, or LRH, science fiction writer, Navy veteran, like his father, but let's not go too nuts with the veteran thing, who served during World War II, launched his own private naval force and declared himself Commodore. Well, of course he did. <laughs> The Church of Scientology was founded just 13 years prior and Hubbard staffed his ships with volunteer Scientologists reportedly looking for buried treasure from one of LRH's previous lifetimes. <laughs> Genuinely, this is true. They were going around yeah. all these different islands in the, in the Caribbean and they're going, oh, this, I'm sure I buried some treasure there. See, you know those palm trees? That's where I buried my treasure. Fucking hell. It's gone now, though. What, goose chasing it? Basically, yes. Scientology defector Janice Grady, who was a former Sea Org member, told the New Yorker, quote, I was on the bridge with him sailing past Greek islands. There were crosses lining one island. He told me that under each cross is buried treasure. <laughs> yeah. There was four ships, the Diana, Athena, Apollo, the flagship, and Excalibur. He always claimed he'd written this book called Excalibur. But to read it would drive any man insane. It was so good. <laughs> so it was never published. Because it drove a man insane. He read the book and then he jumped out of a window. Right? 
Some bloke turned up at Hubbard's house once and said, "Not to the judge, I want to buy Excalibur off you for eight, like eight thousand dollars." And the you know, Hubbard just went, "Nah, sorry, it's not for sale. No, it's not for mortal men." Closed the door on him and then turned around to the guy who was doing it and said, "I've got to get around to writing that one day." <laughs> this is mythy created it himself yeah. and the great writer he was. Of course, bullshit, eh? Yep. Yes, yes, yes. They cruised the med. Existing on a diet of a lot of drugs. Elrond hmm. uh, was rock quite into his drugs and booze at this point. It's his last few years of his life. Mainly evading UK taxes or looking for a safe haven for his beliefs, depending on who you ask. The Sea Org actively seeks young, able-bodied individuals to fill its ranks. And in her book, actress Leah Ramini, you mentioned her before, yeah. who was born into Scientology, notes that she was recruited into the Sea Org at age 13. According to Ramini, Scientologists consider miners to be spiritual beings responsible for their own condition in life and can make decisions for themselves. As a result, many don't go to traditional schools and instead attend Scientology oh, schools. Jesus. This might be so bad if a sealed member could retire after doing their 20 years, but they don't ever retire at all, hence the billion-year contract. Uh-huh. Unless, of course, you were, you know, get out to be Space Pope or picked from the ranks. Basically, the more fanatical you are, and that's one of the recruitment posters, right there. Look at that. Makes me want to join Claire. You... Let me just spin this on its head. On its head, though. So it's a boat, just sailing. Four about, boats. Four boats sailing around the place. Yeah, you've got to, you know, mop the poop deck and whatnot. But there's drugs and booze. No, no, not this point. No, there is. There was then, not now. Not now. Now it's. This is. Military school for Scientologists. Well, I might have gone in the early days. <laughs> no, because your life was fucking shat. You worked day and night. Let's say you and your husband went, right? Because he didn't want people having sex, apart from him, you would have been on opposite shifts, 12-hour shifts. You'd just done days, he'd have done nights. You'd have never seen each other. You didn't get the time. It was one of the things. Because you're there for Scientology. Don't let relationships get in the way of that. You're there to learn from the master himself. Mm. He'd do these rambling diatribes at the ship, but then he had this troop of 13-year-old girls who were trained to give exact impressions of him, and they would go around and dish out their orders, screaming at them in Elrond's voice. He even did it to his own daughter. She displeased him, Diana, was one of the ships his name of, where this girl was told to go and spit in her face and scream at her in her father's voice. Mad. Yeah, the, 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 these girls were feared in the early days. And also, he used to have this thing where if you disgrace yourself, you had to wear this dirty grey armband, and you were, like, given less privileges. But when the ship broke down the once, and he tied a dirty grey armband around the funnel, mm-hmm. the ship had disgraced itself. But he would just distribute the jobs amongst people. He'd go, you're captain now, and say, Claire, you're captain. Happy days. Happy days, all right, let's go and steer the ship, plot the course. Cool. Do you know how to do that? I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, one, if I, I don't know how to do that, all of a sudden you've got the safety of four ships and a few hundred people in your hands. Right? Shit, I'm the captain. Um, um, what go. they do is they actually audit you, ask you questions, regressing you, trying to regress you back to your past lives where you were a sea captain. Hmm. Right? Yeah. And then you'd remember something from oh. somewhere and you would go and do it. Did this work? No. Of course not. No, of course it didn't, but you know. For basic training in the modern day Sea uh, Org, trainees are sent to the Estates Project Force or EPF at a dumpy motel in Clearwater, Florida called Flag. They're doing 12 hours of manual labour a day and two and a half hours of Scientology study until they complete the course. They eat rice and beans or liquid eggs every day. Leah Remini recalled having to steal food because she wasn't fed enough. Twenty years later, she would admit in a transgressional session, it was voluntold to repay three months of custard and hamburgers to the tune of $40,000 so she could level up. Go to the next level, 40 grand. Scamming it, man. What? Yep. Can you just take... decide to stay at your own level, though? Can't... I'm just sort of happy no, no. to hear you. Yeah. No, no, you've got to progress. Oh. That's it, you're there. You're one of the elites. 
You're a kid at this point, remember? You're born into this. Yep. Scrubbing a dumpster with a toothbrush till late at night. Yeah. And then getting up at six to do laundry and shit like that. Um, you do get paid fifty dollars a week, though. Fifty dollars <laughs> is that yeah. it? One defector describes the order as pseudo-military butlers. The only reason it isn't slavery is because they volunteered for a billion years. The good news is there are plenty of ranks to move up to. It is unclear if one moves up in rank because you've got to your money. The satisfaction of the auditor, but usually the money helps, yeah, the privilege. Remini, like many others, say they join the Sea Org to help clear the planet or save the world. Oh, that's the worst, isn't yeah. it? They're young and idealistic and they believe that LRH has secrets to save the world and the Sea Org is central to those secrets and that they really want to help you. So they come in the Sea Org, start learning and, uh, you know... Get the tattoo. Get a tattoo of Scientology, I'm sure he won't regret in ten years' time. Pretty swish, though. Manipulating young people's will to want to help and do something in the world and diversing it down this path just so they can make money off them. You mean just like the priesthood? Hmm. Where you get someone who's young and idealistic and they end up fiddling kids? Maybe. Nah, yeah, I'm not going to say maybe on that. Every religion has one simple rule. Grab them while they're young. Yeah, young and impressionable, isn't it? Young and impressionable. Whatever we tell them, they'll stick to. Where are you going to get 40 grand from, though? That's, a, that's, you know, big money. It is. Well, you're either paying that back with more service, or until you do get to a point in the church when I imagine he just gets forgiven. I mean, they aren't exactly feeding you uh, high-class quality food, are they? Number $50 a week, and you've got you to pay 40 grand. That's a lot of work. <laughs> certainly of is. Certainly is. Yeah. Sea Org. It's a mindfuck. Mm-hmm. There you go. They're not allowed to have premarital sex. They can marry, but if they want to have kids, they have to leave the Sea Org, because if LRH wanted you to have a family, you'd have issued with one. Yeah. What? But they try and... Uh, Basically, stop you having sex. That avoids a child problem. Because he's also famously anti-abortion. In 2004, Tom Cruise was awarded the Freedom Medal of Valor, which sounds stupid the first time you hear it. There's a leaked video. Have you ever seen it? I haven't, actually. I have. It's fucking hilarious. Go on. Well, it's just like, a, a, you know, a conference and, you know... They just Who get, are you? They just get Tom Cruise to come up on stage and receive this medal. Yeah. Was it the Freedom Medal of Valor? It's just ridiculous. It's all pomp and oh, it's just madness. Hmm. I watched it quite a long time ago, though. To be fair, that's that's Sea Org then. Okay. It's mental. Mental, yeah. But think a billion years, a billion years. Unless, of course, you end up being plucked. This is who they're looking at to be the leaders of the church, isn't it? You go through that. And you only come out more fanatical? Get in. We'll fast track you up. Yep. I think anybody, anybody with like ships and that sort of, you know, private henchmen, it's not good, is it? No. No, it isn't. Do you want some. We'll end on some glossary. Some interesting glossary of Scientology, I think. Okay. As I've thrown a few auditing, we know. Clear is a church follower who has reached the first of two main levels on the way to salvation after undergoing auditing and freeing themselves. So that's when you get to level eight. You're clear. If not, you're a pre-clear. And a disconnection. This is an interesting part of the Church of Scientology. Mm. One of the most controversial practices in which converts are required to sever all ties with all friends and family members believed to be unsupportive of their decision to join the church. They're taking them away from people that are going to influence them away from the church. Yeah. But I mean, it's your friends and your family and you've got to just totally tear yourself away from them, never speak to them again. And of course, if you do speak to them again or write to them in some way and they find out, you'll get sent to a rehabilitation camp. Yeah, it's one hell of a commitment for a billion years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, I mean, what, and you're paying for it. Yeah, it goes to show how desperate people are. Or in the case of SeaWorld, remember, they're born into it, they're raised yeah. that way, there's no difference between someone who they joins got, SeaWorld. They've no chance, have they? No, there's, there's no difference between someone who's joined SeaWorld and someone who's told from an early age they're going to be a priest. You know, we're training you for the priesthood, you know, you're five. You can still see your friends and family. You can, but... There's a bit of a difference. There's a bit of a difference, I know, <laughs> but it's, it's still brainwashing, isn't it? It's still getting the young in. Well, yeah, what do they think they do at schools? Mm. Anyone who's, who's sceptical may be labelled a suppressive person or an SP, which is what happened to Nicole Kidman's dad. Tom Cruise is married to Nicole Kidman when he joined the church. Nicole Kidman's dad, you said he's a bit dodgy, didn't you? Mm. Uh, he's meant to be one of the leading psychiatrists in Australia and was like, that's all a load of bollocks, Tom, what are you doing? <laughs> when he was alleged by a victim of satanic rituals and he was believed to have been either there or the, the leader of them. Interesting. Where they murdered a baby and shit. And... Very interesting, we'll have to look into that. Mm. But anyway, he's still meant to be one of the leading psychiatrists in Australia and he said, <laughs> what are you doing spending your money? Don't you dare join that, Nicole. Therefore, labelled an SP. Fair game. This is, of course, we know about this one a little bit, but Scientology's policy of retaliating against perceived enemies based on Hubbard's writing that suppressive persons may be, quote, I'm going to quote this, deprived of property or injured by means by any Scientologist may be tricked, sued, or lied to, or destroyed, end quote. <laughs> he did later cancel that order because he created bad PR, but the church has continued to follow it, resulting in its reputation for litigation. Does get sued a lot. Does they harass you, don't they? They do. They will literally have a car of, you know, black SUV following around full of blokes in dark suits, men in black style. You get your car, they all of a sudden they're out, oh, what, what are you doing? Oh, just simple flash mobbing you. Mm. And they'll just stand on the edge of your drive and just tell everyone that walks past what a bad person you are and shit like that. Yeah. To the point also where they will sue you, they will chase you fucking fanatically through the court system. They have some of the best lawyers in America as part of the church. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. That's, that's anybody that wrongs them. Yeah. Yep. Anyone that speaks out against them, anyone that leaves them, they will harass you, they will stalk you, they will take right. you to court, they will make up lies about your character. Okay. Numerous harassment campaigns against ex-members and critics. The most famous case known as Operation Freakout, the FBI discovered the church had harassed, threatened and plotted against journalist Paulette Cooper with an elaborate scheme to have her imprisoned or placed in a mental institution. Fuck you. More recently, the church tried to destroy the business of a man who employed a high-ranking defector. A ruthless man, isn't it? They infiltrated the government, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. They've got fingers in all different pies, haven't they? Mm. That's where the Office of Special Affairs comes in. This sounds kind of cool, actually. Mm -hmm. Officially, the branch responsible for Scientology's legal affairs and public relations. Basically, they're the church's secret police carrying out the fair game operations against the church's enemies. Um, a former Office of Special Affairs operative, Gary Scarf, Schnarf. Schnarf, claimed in 1993 that he was ordered to murder the leader of an anti-cult group. Other rumoured plots involve the OSA attempting to frame targets for phony crimes. Boom. God, mm. I'd love to be a fly on the wall in their meetings. Yeah, this is with Xenu, because okay. I like Xenu. Now, according to Hubbard, the dictator of the Galactic Confederacy, who brought billions of people to Earth and then massacred them 75 trillion years ago, the slaughter was known as Incident 2. It oh. sets up the me. I can't wait to see Incident, oh. Incident 3. Incident 1 as well. Oh, yeah, mm. what was that? Mm. Exactly, but... Exactly, but 2 sounds like it's happened before, so it makes a bit of PR. Did History, you? yeah. Oh, this is Incident 2. And Incident 1, can't tell you. That would be the dinosaurs, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was 75 trillion years ago. This is pre-dinosaur. Oh, yeah. Pre-the-universe. Mm. 
It does the universe is only 14.6 billion years old. Yeah. So, this predates even our universe. It's interesting to know that they did keep the story of Xenu secret until it leaked in 1994. It's now revealed to you with, like I said, OT3. Although still some Scientology officials do deny that's uh, actually the existence of the story, but let's face it. Battlefield Earth pretty much set that up, didn't it? Yeah, I think they're losing that argument within the church, aren't they? It's trying to be more credible, isn't it? They know how ridiculous it sounds. <laughs> so, oh yeah, because you've got... Oh, the rest of it's fine, though. No problem with the rest of it. Just, you know, don't mention Xenu. <laughs> don't mention Xenu. <laughs> DMX. The Thetans and the Engrams, yeah. Everyone can get on board with them. Well, yeah. That's just like, that's psychiatry thing, isn't it? That's the self-help. And you know what the Hollywood types are like. I mean, we said Tom Cruise, John Travolta. Yeah, at first, when, you were talk- when we were talking about it, I thought it, it's quite self-helpy, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Then then they had the money, and then the slavery. Then it's just not cool. <laughs> no, remember, it's not slavery, because they volunteered. But, you know, it's... For a billion years. Billion years! <laughs> Unless you get plucked to serve as the hierarchy. So, you know, he's there... And you've just got to really make the most of it, haven't you? You've really got to throw yourself into that. You've got to be the best damn sea old guy you can be because one day you'll end up as a space pope. So when you die on the boat, as an old person, when there's a new baby born on the boat, you become... Well, there's not many babies born on the boat, is there? I don't know. You usually born into the body of someone else. You, uh, you continue the... Find thing. your way there. Find you find your way back, wouldn't you? Eventually. Mm. I guess. It's a fucking recurring nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, but then you could have really cool lives where you're the Red Devil and you're setting race car records. <laughs> or, or you're sailing around the Mediterranean burying treasure. Yeah, but you've still got to go back to these cunts at the end of it, haven't you? You have, but you don't remember that until you're OT8. You'll remember none of this until you're OT8. Oh, good point. You'll never get there. Madness, isn't it? I'm surprised they let Tom Cruise up to seven. <laughs> He's that poster boy though. Well, the golden yeah, boy. but he'll never get to eight. So, just how much money they can take off him until he gets suspicious at this point, isn't it? Does or until he becomes unprofitable. Mm. Absolutely no evidence for this, though, is there? No, there's no evidence for any religion. If Scientology was only thought up, like, you know, um, what, 60 years ago or something like that, how can, you know, it be 75 trillion years old? Well, that's, that's the, the story, isn't it? But you don't get told that to you, number three, when they've suckered you enough. Then you've got to believe multiverse, and you've got to believe oh, that universes yeah, yeah. are born and die. They're born and die, and then that's not a part yeah. of our timeline. Well, you know, it's not time as we know it, isn't it? It's before our time, yeah. Long time before. It's just, yeah. I wouldn't worry about it, because it never <laughs> happened, did it? In the day, it is a cult, and I kind of agree with Germany that it's a cult that attempts to subvert democracy, because if you've got people in your government who are Scientologists, their lord is to Scientology, not to your government. Yeah. You yeah. prove that in America. You know, they were stealing thousands of documents from the US government, top secret stuff. Who's to say what the Church of Scientology has actually got on the US government? That's an interesting mm. question. And they've got their own navy, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's well, it's only four ships, but, you know. They've got, what they've got is 6,000 people who are... They've got a lot of money from what you say, you know, you're saying money. as well, so... What you've got is 6,000 fanatical individuals who will probably die for Scientology. In much the same way as the Hitler Youth would have, and did, die for Hitler. I mean, all right, these guys have got no military allegedly got no weapons training but yeah. they're still fanatical they go out with a stick if you give them a st- and told them to do it wouldn't they mm. Mm. just yeah. goes to show how willing we are to believe in something <laughs> I've got it blindly, so blindly isn't it yeah so blindly that's why some say we need the cold hard fist of a dictatorship but we'll never be rid of this will we no matter how much science improves You'd think, oh, like, we're out of the religious dark ages now, but no, we're just entering a, a new a one. New, yeah. Well, that's just a look at which, uh, you know, the dark ages of Christianity lasted something like 1,500 years. Uh, 500 years, sorry. Imagine we'd be 500 years more advanced now, if you hadn't had that. 
And these guys want to set us back a bit more. And this might be the prominent religion in the future. Who's to say it A thousand years in the future and everyone's a Scientologist. Who's <laughs> to say it could happen? Good. I'm pretty sure it happened in an episode of South Park. Did it? The science became... I don't know, it was science. Science be praised. Not Scientology, but yeah. That's why they keep the Xenu stuff secret though, isn't mm. it? Should we call it a day now then? Or have you got yeah, anything yeah. else to add? Fucked up facts. Fucked up yeah. facts. Facts, 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 fucked facts, up facts, 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 Scientology. Facts. No facts. <laughs> no facts. <laughs> Take it away, Mike. In the 1970s, Salvador Dali was offered to play the Emperor of the Galaxy in a film based on Frank Herbert's Dune. I can believe it. Cool. Dali agreed only when promised a salary of $100,000 per hour which would make him the highest paid actor in Hollywood history. Uh, he's never going to get that, the mad bastard. And he was a mad bastard, but I love him. The film never got made. Imagine how mad that would have been. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But I'd love to see it. I'd love to see Dali as the emperor, emperor of the galaxy. God, it would have been surreal as fuck. Yeah. Be giraffes on fire everywhere. <laughs> According to research by Furniture and Home, more than twice as many British and Irish people aged 55 to 64 sleep naked as those aged 18 to 24. I don't know, I'm in the sleep naked group. Yeah, yeah. You're in the 29%, are you? I am, I'm in the 29%, don't tread on me. Wait, naked you're, not, sleep. you're not in the age uh, range, are you? Oh, no, you're yeah. not 55. No. Yeah. What's the thing for ours? What's the age? I didn't say. It's 29% for 55 to 64 and 13% 18 to 24. So I'm... I've always done it, so... The older you get, <laughs> you don't care, sleep naked, I guess. I've always done it. I can't. I've never worn pyjamas or anything. Only if I've stopped over at someone's Boxes house. and a t-shirt for me, every time. Do you? Just pants. It's only if I've ever slept at someone's house. You don't wear boxes at all, uh, either? No. I'm a fully commando all the time. I'd be too scared I'd roll over and be junk in the middle of the night and push it. <laughs> it does happen sometimes. I wake up, I saw myself out oh, well, of sleep. It's not worth a risk, is it? <laughs> Sticking to me boxes. Oh, it's about to sleep. Oh, it's cool. You're sleep, it's painful bollocks. Oh, I, don't do, I don't crush my own balls, that's why. You just said it happens sometimes. Oh, I roll over on my dick sometimes. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> couple of times, just roll over. <laughs> no, just like, just change position, like, oh. Cut that on the sheet there. You know, he's going to sleep, so he's out to sleep. Rearrange. Adapt, improvise, overcome. <laughs> the male Darwin's frog from South America incubates the female's eggs in his vocal sac. So he's just does it by oral sex then? Yeah, they live in there as tadpoles for six weeks before he coughs them out into the world. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> it is a bit, innit? Or better than giving birth to you the human way. Copper baby out. Some cages for canaries used in coal mines had oxygen cylinders that were used to revive birds showing signs of carbon monoxide poisoning. I've seen that. They gave a shit about the canaries. Yeah. That's good. It is. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. I've read that. That's, that's legit. Oh yeah, while you're running out of the place, you might as well save the canary when you get to the other end, innit? Why you get a new canary? You've got one that's perfectly capable of potentially dying from carbon dioxide. It works. Again? It? <laughs> he works, doesn't he? Yeah. He's sharp as fuck. That bird starts to a bit drowsy. He's up. a valid member of the workforce. He is. He's a valued member of the team. Works. He's pretty. He's, he's got his feet. He's got his filler bird season. Just got to eat it in the dark. I bet they give him a little lantern. Well, they put, well, you'd have him next to a lantern, wouldn't you? You'd want to make sure you can see him. Yeah. He'd be the most well-lit fucker in the room, wouldn't he? Yeah. Hmm. You'll like this one, Ben. Strangler Pretty. Right. Is a type of pasta whose name in Italian means priest strangler. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And what I shape like. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I little, like. little nooses. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Strangling, what was it? The pre-strangler. The pre, what was the, the name? The, the, the literal spaghetti name? Strangola Pretty. Strangola Pretty, we'll have a look for that. 
The more you spend on an engagement ring, the more likely you are to get divorced. Yeah, probably. Engagement ring should be something more, uh, a bit more sort of plain and sentimental, isn't it? It's, it's the feeling that's behind the engagement ring. The wedding ring is expensive one. That's it. Like a 20p machine. Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's an onion ring like Homer Simpson. A Haribo. A Haribo. Don't keep the Haribo. Well, the Haribo one will probably last longer than the original. Yeah, sugar and preservatives in it. It'll probably just be sat on your finger forever until you get one up by a dog. Oh, it's sticky as food. It's one of the Jeremy Carl shows to get one on. Oh, I miss Jeremy Carl's show. Oh, I don't. It reminded me of how far society's sunk. It was depressing for me. It was just like. It made me depressed and angry at the same time. Your heartbeat will synchronise with your dates if the date is going well. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Who's the fuck do you know, is your body just doing shit on its own now? You know, like, synchronise, like, oh, telepathic, oh, you're hearing their heartbeat somehow in your body, your, your heart starts to do the same. Yeah, it's just picking up the vibe, isn't it? That's it, but was it picking up the vibe? Was, or can I do that with everything? Well, I can't say, hang on, let's just get our smartwatches out and just do our heartbeats, would you? Let's see if the date's going well. Isn't <laughs> 30% of our brain we know about, like, you know, know how, it, how it's used and that. So there's, you know, maybe other things at play that your body's sensing that we, you know, that just isn't conscious to us. Maybe we need Dianetics to tap into it. I mean, no, 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 <laughs> no. no. In 1924, an elaborate tunnel was accidentally found under a street in Washington, D.C. Despite theories that it was a lair for bootleggers or war spies, the tunnel was dug by the Smithsonian entomologist Harrison G. Dyer, who just liked to dig tunnels in his spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be like a secret escape tunnel or something then. I was going to go, oh, it's that Smithsonian again. Oh, uh, hiding, hiding all them giants. Hiding everything. Actually, I was thinking it might have been like JFK's secret love tunnel where he'd go and like, it was his favourite mistress's house and it was popped up in her bedroom or something. As I was kind of hoping for. Like the Pope right, has a direct tunnel between the Vatican and the Castle de Angelo or the Castle of Angels, yeah? Mm -hmm. It's on one of the five, like one of the highest bits of Rome. It's built like a big fucking cone. It goes all the way up. It's like virtually impregnable. And that was his, like, if the Vatican was being over and that's where he'd go. But he also used to keep his mistresses there. Mm hmm. Hmm. I was thinking of something like that, something on that scale. JFK being a Catholic, like I've been emulating the Pope. Sadly, it's not the case. No. Just like the dig tunnels. Goddamn. On the day of South Korea's university entrance exams, the entire country goes quiet. Shops close, construction stops near exam sites, planes are grounded. No way. So all students can focus on their exams. If students are late, they can even get a police escort to make sure they make it in time. No way. <laughs> Hello, police. I'm on the bus. It's, I'm going to be three minutes late for my exam. I'm stuck in traffic. And they're like, right, hang on. We've got a unit nearby. Some blues and twos going behind you. You're like, bus driver, follow that car. Follow that police car. Get me to the school. How east would that be? Mm. I'll finish on this one. It's quite a nice one. People think about you more than you think they do. Well, allegedly. But they also like you more than you think they do. Aww. Aww. I doubt that in my case. <laughs> well, you've just you... proved that totally right. <laughs> the like you more part. They probably think about me more. Think about me with hate. <laughs> I think you're underestimating. I think we all do. <laughs> well, just to show, isn't it? We underestimate people thinking about us and liking us. Yeah, it's true. Maybe they just think about me with hate. <laughs> Maybe you're the exception to the rule, then, I don't <laughs> know. But generally, that's the, uh, that seems to be the case. Well, fair enough. And on that note, let's end the show. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. 
Don't drink the favourite and don't join a cult. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire, keep an open mind, but not so open that it dribbles out your ears, guys. Don't become a Scientologist. No. It's a cult. Cool.